Xbox Record This is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. Hosted by three BFFs, Daddy Diwali, Chipotle Bear, and Bubble Boy N7. This is Cortana. And remember, don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. As always, Spartans, see you online. Oh, hello. Daddy D. Wally here, and welcome to Xbox Record This, episode 81. And before we start, gentlemen, I just want to say our stream today, or our podcast, is sponsored by Mountain Dew. Okay. He's doing it right now. It's gamer time. Joining me, as always, is the assistant to the co-host, Chipotle Bear. How are you? Uh, good. Feel back. Good to be back in spot number two after uh, All my right, redemption demoted. last week. Joining us, as always, the assistant, the real assistant, the co-host, uh, Bubble Boy and Seven. How are you? Dang. Well, that was short-lived. He's demoted already. All right. Complaining for him. Demoted Bubble Boy. Back to Chipotle Bear. Promoted. Back up. How are you, Chipotle Bear? Uh, I'm doing great, man. It is, uh, as we record, it's snowing here in Denver, Colorado, and it was not unexpected, but it was a little worse than I think we all anticipated it. So good news is I got one day till Thanksgiving break, and if there's a higher power up there, maybe a snow day tomorrow. I don't think that's going to happen, but I can wish as much as I want. I'm doing great, man. You dog, you get a full week, you son of a gun. And joining us is always the assistant to the assistant of the co-host. I don't remember why I demoted it. Oh, it was some... Something. What was it, Bubble Boy? You, you. Oh, was it a movie it was or a game list from last week? Wasn't oh, it? I, well. Regardless, uh, Bubble Boy and Seven. How are you? I'm good. Safely made it home. Um, it's actually easier driving home than it was into school this yeah, morning. So for sure. Took me about an hour and a half this morning, and it was about an hour on the way home, which was a lot better than I expected. So, um. Yeah, I, Jose, I know we don't have a full week next week, but we get an entire week for fall break that you guys don't get at all. And I don't know how many people I've talked to that are like, oh, I'd trade that Thanksgiving. I'm like, really? You'd trade two days for five? That makes no sense. That's that's crazy pills. Um, so I am a little bummed that I don't have the full week, but I'll take all of sp- fall break over I, two any day. Yeah, But didn't they get kind of fall break? Isn't it just swapped? Like, don't they get? No, we got a day. Friday, uh, but then maybe break. a Monday, maybe maybe a Monday nope. too, nope. four day weekend. Just a Friday, dude. Yeah, the no, simple math is is very easy. See, I was under the impression theirs was just swapped. They just did their week at Thanksgiving, and then they did a few days for fall break. But um, yeah, so let's jump into. Oh wait, Xbox Record. This is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. We post every. Saturday morning, 12 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Let's jump into some shout-outs, Jose. We didn't have any shout-outs, Jose. Boom. Roasted. Uh, uh, we we didn't have any shout-outs, Jose. That's not the one I was... But... I thought of this earlier, and I'm surprised none of you had this in the news. And I assume maybe did we just miss it recently? I did want to talk about uh, Kevin Conroy and the great 
voice actor who has impacted all of our lives. And for those of you who don't know, Kevin Conroy, he, he he's a voice actor for many things, but the main reason he was so impactful to me in my life is he was and is the voice of Batman in the animated series, but also the Arkham Asylum games. And I specifically wanted to just kind of pay tribute to him because I was listening to a podcast Unlocked today and their whole episode was kind of focused on this. And I don't, we don't have to take too much time to it, but I just liked what Ryan McCaffrey said. He said how important getting his voice for the games was to that series. Um, not only just, uh, what is it, Rocksteady making it and making an awesome game, but also getting him. And I couldn't agree more with that comment because I remember I was late to the party and I have to give a shout out to Pac, who will never listen to this uh, as always, but he recommended two games to me and I was totally wrong and I should have played them a lot sooner. The first was Mass Effect and then the other one was Batman Arkham Asylum. For some reason, I just didn't want to play Batman, and I was like, "Ah, oh, it just it can't be that good of a game." You know, these licensed superhero games—they're never good. And then I remember being blown away by Batman, but also specifically as soon as I heard Kevin Conroy's voice, I was like, "Man, this is taking me back!" And instantly, I felt a connection to that game because of his voice. And I wasn't the biggest Batman animated series cartoon guy. I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't like a diehard. But you, as soon as I heard that voice, I was like, that's Batman. And it was such an important part of that game, that trilogy. And I just wanted to say thank you to Kevin for all of his great experiences. And then especially when he teamed up with, um, why am I forgetting the Joker's name? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. And that in the game as well, man, just such a great game, such an iconic voice and he will be missed as Batman. He will always be of my Batman. Whenever I think of Batman, vo Batman's voice, I think of him. I don't think of anybody else. I don't think of Christian Bale or I don't even know who else has played Batman really. Oh, or um, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, <laughs> no, Michael Keaton. <laughs> the most recent one is was decent. Um, what's his Robert name? Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. But anyway, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. He is my Batman. Uh, Bubble Boy. Any thoughts before I throw it over to Jose? Yeah, I'd have to remember back, but I think we all had him, if not like the top of our list when we did best Batman um, performances that he was on every one of those. So huge loss, um, you know, for for the entire industry. So, Jose? Uh, I don't have a lot to add other than a, obviously very sad. Um, there were a lot of people that were deeply affected by his death. Um you know, I, I'm with you, Dan, where I didn't play Arkham right away. I don't know why. I love superhero stuff, and I don't know if it was just I think so many licensed games were just not great. I just want, didn't want to see another one, but then nothing but amazing reviews from Arkham Asylum, and obviously that entire trilogy of games was was absolutely astonishing. Um, and even the animated series, I did watch quite a bit of it when I was younger, and I, and I loved it. And I do, if, if we're going to talk about anything that's definitive, he is absolutely the definitive voice of Batman. Um, so bummer for him and for everyone else but uh hope he's doing yeah, well I mean, yeah he's dead jose that is a big big bummer for him. i'm just saying for for all of us and we're hope he's looking down with his cowl and uh heck yeah watching over rip kevin conroy my like i said my batman you, did you guys know he was the voice of batman in the game or did you just kind of assume that or was that a surprise for you because it was a surprise for me i was like whoa they got no, I, knew, I knew who was the voice in the, in oh, the okay. game okay no, but I mean, like before you went into it, did you know he was voicing it? 
No, not until like the credits rolled. Okay. And Bubble Boy, did you know that he was going to be the voice, or did I, you? I can't. I what? God, it was so long ago. I can't remember. I don't. I feel, I feel like, like there was so, there a couple of things because Mark Hamill did the Joker in that one too, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, and he I can did. remember being like, kind of like Jose said, like a little like eh, I'm probably going to skip this one, but hold on, they do have some heavy hitter names here on here, so I, I can't remember. All right, well, Rip Kevin Conroy, Bubble Boy, take us in to. Um, more no, this was Chipotle. Oh, Jose, you're a warm up, and we are recording. That was the other thing I wanted to say at the beginning. Dang it, we're recording on November seventeenth, twenty twenty two. I guess we should start saying that, even though it says it on the podcast. It does when help, it. but yeah, it, yeah. it helps. If you look at the podcast, it does have a date on there. But we're recording right before the only Thanksgiving that matters, and as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there, there are lots of Thanksgivings. Yeah, Canadian Thanksgiving. I think there's a few others out there. So, Jose, take it away for the warm-up for the week. Yeah, so uh, I was talking to um, my parents. We were getting ready to talk about to go visit my grandmother for Halloween. <laughs> God, I, are we tired? We're tired, ready for break. For Thanksgiving. Good Lord. Um, talking about things, and my mom was like, you guys should do top five pies. And I was like, that's a great idea. Um, so I sent it out to the fellas. So we decided to talk about top five pies. Pies. Now, to be fair, the way it's listed in the in our show notes is Thanksgiving pies, which I'm not necessarily married to. I meant just pies in general. Um, I mean, all of mine, with the exception of maybe one, fall into that category. But I will go ahead and start us off. My two honorable mentions. Wait, wait, wait. Are- let me let me go first because mine. I don't. This might be one that disappoints Bubble Boy, even though I've been on a shocked. Little lately. So Color me, me shocked. Go ahead. So so let's be real. Okay. This is the definitive XRT best pies list before I even go, because there aren't many great pies. I, I'm just going to put this out there. Literally, when I think of a good pie, there's one flavor that matters, and we'll get to number one, obviously, but here, here's my list. I, I put number five. Is there such a thing as chocolate pie? I don't know. I just, I just yes. put it on there because <laughs> I couldn't- We're back pie. to the old I, classic I Ewally list I here. I could not for the life of me think of good pie flavors, okay? Because again, there's only one that matters. Number four, peach. Uh, okay. Number three, ice cream pie. Again, is this a thing? I ice assume cream so. pie? I, you know, kind of like it's in the shape of a. Annette, know, I of, apologize. I number, took this one serious. I'm number excited two. for it. Is cheesecake a, a pie? Topic. Is cheesecake pie? Cheesecake is not a Good pie. Lord, but. Number two. And then number one, again, the only pie that matters warm apple pie. That's it. I don't sure. care about any. Great. I don't care about any other pie. Glad you had that. All one. I want is apple pie. That's all that matters. When I think of a pie, I think of apple, and I think, my gosh, I'll eat that whole thing and nothing else. And as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> pumpkin pie is disgusting. So, Jose, go ahead. You can take over now. That's the definitive XRT list. Okay. So, I did take this very seriously, but it w- I did it pretty quickly, honestly. Like, I, it didn't take me that long to think about. A lot of times, our lists, I have to really think and calculate. My honorable mentions, I have two things on there. One is a hand pie. Now, technically, hand pies can be any flavor, but I, they're very. Taka is a hand pie. <laughs> I was about to explain it, but give, be patient. Patience. So, my wife uh, has a, an aunt that's in Georgia. And wait, so, wait, wait. this is a family made up thing. No, no. Dude, <laughs> I, can I talk here? You're like that kid in class right now. So, I we went there and they were like, we got to get hand pies. And I did the same thing. I was like, what the hell is a hand pie? Basically, it's a it's a portable all in one pie, but 
but they come from this farm out in Georgia that they're, it's called Mercier's Farms, and they are phenomenal. They are some of the best tasting pies I've ever had in my life. So now whenever anybody goes out or we go out, we always bring them back for each other because they're so good. So I, I got to give a shout out to Hand Pies just because it's one of those like regional things. And then the other one, honorable mention, you're not going to believe this, a grape pie, grape pie. And Chance's face right now is exactly how I felt. So when when I was a little bit younger and Victoria and I were first like dating, I was trying to think of like something creative to make. And I was like, I love grapes. Why is there not a grape pie? And so like we looked and we, we actually found a recipe for one by Alton Brown. He's like the famous Food Network guy. He had a recipe for a grape pie and we made it one time. Terrible. I did not like it at all. However, I did have to give credit because I thought it was, you know, we talk about all the fruits. You never hear about a grape pie. So I had to give it a shout. It was just too sweet for me. Official number five, blueberry pie. I do love a good blueberry pie. I think that it's a really good flavor. I like the blueberry filling that you get. It's like real cheap at the store. Love a good blueberry pie. Number four, I agree with Dan. I do love apple pie. There's just something about it, especially if you get that nice crispy crust. You get number a little cinnamon four? sugar. You you had your chance. Four? Number three, I actually prefer a cherry pie. I think cherry pie is a delicious pie. Again, I love that cherry filling. I love the gelatinousness of it. I love it with a little ice cream on the side. My number two, banana cream pie. I love banana cream pie. Now, granted, it's uh, it's honestly a toss-up between that and my number one. I would eat. I would take any, either of them any day of the week. Um, it's just kind of a mood thing, but I, I especially like where it's almost frozen. It's got like little ice crystals in it. Delightful. My number one, Dan's going to hate me, pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. I think it's delicious. I like it with a little whipped cream on top. I'm all about that pumpkin pie life. I just think it's a good pie. You could come at me, bro, if you don't like all it. Right. I understand if you don't. I got demoted again. I know. Yeah, exa- I, know. Chance, exactly. I mean, Chance and I both looking in disgust. So clearly demoted, bubble boy mm. for the time being promoted, but... I will have to say, I almost didn't want to demote you, Jose, because I forgot about the, the banana one, and specifically the one at Moe's. But the only time I have the banana thingamajig, what, what, did you, what, did you, what kind of pie did you say it was? Banana cream, cream, cream pie? pie? I don't think I've ever had a real one. I've just had that knockoff thing at Moe's. The, yeah, it's a vanilla wafer. Yeah, it's pudding, but <laughs> it's not, not even the same thing. Go ahead, bubble boy. Yeah. Um, so I thank you, Annette. I, this was a great one. When Jose texted it the other day, I was like, oh, it's brilliant. It's genius. Um, I did have to stretch it a little bit, though, in terms of it's not just Thanksgiving pies, but um, coming in for my honorable mention are all the cream pies that I could think of. So Boston cream, banana cream, coconut cream, not the not the Popeye's banana cream pie, though. That was that was not not my favorite at all. Um, and then a did good you say oatmeal cream pie. pie? Does that Boston count? Ooh, that should have been honorable mention. That's a good no, one. That's I, a good that honorable mention. Technically not a pie, but yeah, no, it has the word pie, pie in, it. in it. It's a lot more of a pie than half of the you came up with. So <laughs> ice cream pie. Yeah. I don't know. I had a fudge sickle the other day. Is that like a pie? Um, number five, and and I could I could eat this right out of the can. You don't even need the pie, but the cherry pie. Um, I like cherry pie filling on anything really we had uh one of the right yeah exactly one of the cool things our new principal uh scott does is the first friday of every month him and his wife bake um some sort of treat for the entire school um which is impressive i know we've had churros we've had oh gosh i can't remember all things so far but last week it was um or this in november churros pie jose is that what you're thinking too otherwise i need to put that on there 
Um, what Jose? What? I don't mean to interrupt. I apologize, but I, I, a crucial moment at Sam's Club right now. They have these. They have the Taco Bell cinnamon twists in a bag, literally like in a giant like chip size bag. I've always thought those are yeah. overrated, right? Chance? I think they're like, delicious compared hard. to a real churro. Like, I I can't. Yeah, they're dry. They're, they're too dry. Yeah, oh I, I agree. You can, oh, yeah. give me a real churro. All right, no, amateur hour because you could get the caramel apple empanada. Yeah, you can just get the churros there. I just buy like ten of those. Or, at the store. screw these. Yeah. No, get out of here. Demote it again. Go ahead. And at boy. Taco Bell, you can't waste that valuable dollar that needs to go somewhere else. Anyway, um, where was I? Key lime, I think, for honorable mention after all the creams. Cherry. Oh, did cherry. Blueberry. Classic blueberry. Um, it's just a good, easy, like, you got to have it on there. Number three is where my apple, caramel apple pie came in. Um, it is hard to beat a good apple pie, but there are two that I was specifically thinking, one of these for Thanksgiving and the other just because it's just a heavy hitter. Um, number two, and this is going to be confusing to some people, gooey butter cake, um, which is a pie because they sell it and they sell it in those individual tins. Um and it's like a St. Louis thing. We had this bakery by our house when Ashley and I had that condo in Aurora. Um, and some places call them butter pies, some gooey butter cake, but it's essentially just, and again, they're, they're typically like a, in a little individual thing. Um, but what they sound like, like just this buttery, gooey, chewy deliciousness um it's usually like kind of a vanilla flavor and then number one and i did not like this growing up and i don't know what it's made out of um or what is put in the middle of it but a good pecan pie is really hard to beat i was surprised that none of you had pecan pie on there too um, sweet for me but i like it's it but very, it's too sweet. it can mm. be very sweet i think grayson's allergic to those now so um, ooh, oh that's sad um but uh, all i'll say is it's it's nowhere near uh, the pumpkin pie is disgusting it shouldn't be a thing and, and i get excited every time how dare you it's <laughs> every time it's psl season and i always want to try something like pumpkin pie flavored and then i'm it's i have to remind bad. myself like this is this is disgusting it's always it's purely bad. Just always just <laughs> disgusting. So all of you out there on XRT Nation, please write in, send us your favorite pies. And I think Bubble Boy, I have to say, pecan pie, I think maybe I forgot about them. I th- maybe you've had that once or twice. Also delicious. Yeah. But again, Grayson, we might, we're thinking walnuts and pecans might be his allergies, but all the rest are good. So uh, he's not missing out on much. Let's be real. Those are not that great at nuts as it is. Go ahead, Jose. I was just gonna say, out there, people, all our fans out there, vindicate me. Please tell me I'm not the oh, only one that loves no. pumpkin. But there's no. no way that it's me. It's at every store. People like it's like a staple flavored thing. They don't like actual sentiment. pumpkin pie. They yeah. yeah they and that's a sentimental thing. And, well, like, exactly. Oh, I can finish the rest of it. Here's I'll the thing: when when else do you eat pumpkin pie? No, none. I didn't not say you exactly. had to eat other times. All these others, you're hey, gonna you're hey. gonna want some. You see you eat ice cream pie all around because it's not a thing. Well. Again, uh, he's got you there. At least only, pumpkin pumpkin pie is trash, but it's owl still pie, pie is the only pie that matters. Let's jump into some Xbox new slash gaming news for the week, Jose. News team, assemble! Bubble boy, by the way, not Chappelle. Oh, is that you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought that was Jose. I have, no, I have some is, good drops. So this is Come why on. you know I just can't stand that both of you have these dang uh, 
uh, soundboards. I don't know where it's coming from, and I should mute both of you. Let's go to the first story. I kind of mixed them up the way I wanted to. Uh, the Splinter Cell remake. Uh, who wants to talk about that? The I'll first take that look one. at the Splinter Cell remake. I literally just, I mean, literally like 30 minutes before we started recording, saw that that came through, and I, ha- I was like, I have to watch this video. Um, apparently, Ubisoft put out this like 20 minute kind of like history of Splinter Cell, and was the developers talking about the how much they love it, and and Sam Fisher, and all this other stuff, and and it was pretty cool, man. And at the very end, they kind of show one little teaser image of the new one, um, and then of course. They talk really that they're they are excited for a remake. They did officially announce the remake, but they want to make it an incredibly well done remake. So it kind of makes me think that they're trying to go the way of like a Resident Evil Four, where they like really are putting a lot of time into it, not just a pure like HD upgrade or anything like that. So just made me happy, man. I mean, how many times have we asked for that in the last couple of years? And to hear that they're finally like, "Yep, it's time." I thought that was just newsworthy to bring that out. I know that it would make you guys happy for sure. So you guys, your thoughts. I was impressed that they they announced it on the 20 year anniversary of when Splinter Cell was released, which is cool. Um, considering what uh, some of the trends are turning to, of only waiting four years, five years uh, to do a remake. So I, I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited too, Jose. But until we see something concrete, I can't get too excited because I love Splinter Cell and I think it's one of the best Tom Clancy genre of games there is. But until we see something solid, I'm not going to get too excited because this game is, we know how long games take to make these days. So it's it's years out. But like Bubble Boy said, that is cool that they did. I didn't even know this until you brought it up, Jose. So thank you for sharing. And I didn't know it was the 20 year anniversary. So that makes me feel old. So let's move on to the next story. Warzone 2's proximity chat is already causing chaos and peace deals. Players call the new feature the the new feature the best thing ever, and trash talk and collaboration ensues. So, who brought this? Was this Jose too, or was this Bubble Boy? It was me. And so here here's where this came from. So today um, at my school, I had to cover a class, which I've been had to do recently, which has been honestly nice, good to hang out with kids and just kind of be in the thick of it again. But I was in this class today, and these kids were working on an essay, and so like they're working and we're talking and stuff, and. This one kid said, hey, I, the new Warzone came out today. And I was like, oh, I didn't know Warzone dropped today. That's really cool. And so we started talking about it. And this other kid who had access to it was like, he goes, it's crazy, man. The proximity chat is like kind of scary because like you, you're like against a wall and you can hear a dude on the other side. And so like it adds a whole different element. He goes, but honestly, it's pretty toxic. And I was like, totally understand that. Like that's the first thing I would worry about is just people just doing I don't even mind trash talking. Like I know that I'm not a great FPS person and I still have a lot of fun with that. I don't mind when people are like, you know, the teabagging. I think that's dumb, but I don't like get up in a, like I don't break my controllers over it. I but do I, that a few times I, when it's deserved. When somebody does it to me first for no reason, especially when I get like a triple kill and then they come and finish me off, I'm coming and hunting you and teabagging the cock out of you. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. he does do that. So anyway, I was, we were talking about, and, and I, I was just kind of like, man, I, I'm kind of glad that I don't have the proximity chat because when you're, if you don't know this, if you're not a gamer or if, if you don't do this often, when you're in a party with your friends, that always takes priority over whatever the settings for the game are. So like if I'm in a game playing with Chance and Dan and we're in our own chat, it doesn't matter what the other game settings are. We're only going to hear each other talking, right? And that historically has been always the benefit of why you play games like that because like I can be up on a mountain and telling Dan, oh, there's a guy on the left side, Chance, there's a dude coming in top. And like, that's how you, that's the whole purpose of kind of those team tactical games but this added 
I, I wouldn't have experienced this anyway because we do this a lot, but I, would, I genuinely was worried because like, I think unfortunately there's a lot of gaming that's still very toxic and there's so much that people will do behind the privacy of like a screen or a keyboard that I just think is unwarranted that doesn't make the world a better place. But the reason why I put this article in here was because there was whole other light of hope thing that I thought was very interesting. So the basically, and this is from Andy Robinson over at VGC, there has been this new trend with this proximity chat where people are actually being nice to each other. And I was trying to get like, how does that work? How is that possible? The example they gave was like, imagine if you drop into a game and you literally you drop, you're going around a corner and there's a dude who is clearly overpowered. Like you don't stand a chance against him because you have like a pistol or just a melee weapon and they have like a full automatic and people being like, I just landed. I don't have anything. And people literally just being like, Okay, and leaving them alone, like not going after them, which I think is kind of cool. Um, I don't know if it will last, I'll be honest with you, because the truth is like, even when that's happened to me in games, I just treat that as a, as a symptom of like, okay, well, that was bad luck, whatever, I'm going to drop again, or I need to get better. Because that's the other piece of this is like, you, it does kick up that learning curve. Um, but I did think that was kind of a cool, right? That humanity is still alive in some people and for people that just want to play the game well and not cheat. Uh, they'll do that. You know what I'm saying? They also have said it happens sometimes with people like when they're downed, like in it. So if you don't know in these games, like when you get out, out of life, you don't just actually die right away. You actually are like on the ground for a little bit and there's kind of like a timer. And if your teammates can get to you, they revive you. And if not, then you're that they can kill you right away. It's like a whole thing. But that's been a whole interesting thing with the game chat too, with people kind of talking trash as they're like going down with the ship and stuff. So I just thought it was interesting, man. I, I commend modern warfare for innovating in this sense we'll see if it sticks or not um but i was curious if you guys had any thoughts about this i know none of us have had a chance to try this yet but just curious oh boy any thoughts i have something to say if you want okay go ahead are you good okay so i was just gonna say i did see one thing i'd be concerned about jose is i saw a clip from modern Warzone. i don't know if you guys follow him he he kind of had blew up a big following because modern Warzone. a lot of people thought he was modern warfare and so a lot of people send him DMs being like, fix your game. People are illiterate. Stuff like that. <laughs> but um, but he did provide some some good updates on on the game and stuff like that. That's why I followed him. But he posted a clip of how they basically ran into two guys on another team and they're like, hey, you guys want to team up? And so there's one potential other bad thing is if you've got teams teaming up together, that could be like if you're in a two V two or a four a quad game and you've got eight people versus your four basically taking out because they're all working together. That would suck. And then it was funny because he, he was being all nice to him, and then he's like, he pressed the button. He's like, hey, let's take these guys out. But he pressed the wrong one. He meant to mute, mute his Discord channel and not the game channel, and the guy's standing there. He's like, dude, we can hear you. And then they start to shoot each other, and then they all die because they could tell he was turning on each other. So I can see pros and cons. I think it's cool, but it was interesting, Jose, because I've watched Doc play a little bit and how all of a sudden you'll be running and then you can just start to hear somebody by you. And it does change the game type where you're like, where, where is this guy? Where is it coming from? And I almost think that it's going to be more of a distraction than it is something that's actually going to help you while you're playing. Because you're going to hear stuff and be like, you're, instead of doing what you had planned, you're going to kind of react to the voice instead of keeping your original plan. Like I said, go ahead, Jose. Do you? But here's the thing. Do you think you would trust that for a, a rando, a total rando who's like, hey, let's go sneak around this corner. You go first. Would you trust that guy? I don't know if I would, man. Uh, I, 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 feel I think like some people start. will take advantage of, but some, yeah, some I guarantee will play until then. Like that's how me and Matthew met Prosby. Like we just started to team up with him. Yeah, but, I guess uh, that's true. That's a good point. I, I think he, the thing is, is 
I don't think it's going to affect us as much because we tend to be in parties. I don't, that's what I'm wondering. Like, even if we're in a party chat, will we still be able to hear the game audio, but will they not be able to hear us? I'm guessing no. I'm guessing if you're in a party, you won't hear them by you and just like they would be able to hear you because that would be a huge advantage if you could just, we could just talk to each other in a party and hear them, but them not hear us. And then yeah. the other part is, is I think it's a bigger deal for people who are on PC because, like I said, they could just be in Discord and have the game chat on to where they can hear each other, but they can mute their like game chat and talk. But we also have Discord integration. We can talk about that later. I, I th- I'm excited for this, but again, I haven't jumped in, and I'm not gonna lie, you guys. Usually, I I would think I want to just hop into Warzone right away, and I really haven't had that desire to jump into it. So. Uh, we'll talk more about Warzone maybe later and what we've been playing. Let's move on to the next story. This is coming from Ryan Leston over at IGN. By the way, guys, I don't know if we can accept articles from IGN anymore. I, I can't stand the bombardment of these ads. Like It's getting out of control. Or do you want to join IGN Prime? I, I, I get it. You got to pay the bills. But IGN, I don't know anymore. It says, Grammy Awards nominate Aliens, Fireteam, Elite, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy for Best Soundtrack. The first ever video game Grammy is a weird one. So, Bubble Boy, was this you, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, This is obviously a first-time thing. This has never been done before, um, where the Grammys specifically have a video game category and the soundtrack for the video game. So I thought it was worth noting. I also, Jose, because you tried a little bit of Fireteam, didn't you? Yeah, I finished. I finished basically the base game. I haven't done any of the DLC, and I and it's designed for you to kind of redo it again and again as you like level stuff up. I didn't do that. I just kind of played through the main missions, but I had a great time with it. I loved it. Okay. Do you because re- I don't remember you saying anything about whether or not the um, soundtrack was good or not good or yeah. So here's what's interesting about that. I would not. If, we, if we're talking about sound design, I would absolutely say yes. It, it had an incredible sound design that really followed the original Alien and Aliens games in terms of just like the sound that the like proximity thing makes. I can't, I don't want to try to do it with my mouth, but it's a, it's a very, it's a very distinct sound that you know from the movies. They did a great job with that. The sound of like the aliens crawling through the walls and like the ship creaking and stuff. It was really, really, really well done. I loved that aspect of it. But I don't remember a lot of music. And so that's kind of where I have a question mark on this because like Guardians of the Galaxy, I guarantee, and I to be fair, I, ne- I still haven't played the game. I'm sure it had actually a banging soundtrack of like actual pop music from that era when Peter Quill would have been young, just like the movies did. The movie had an awesome soundtrack, right? So I think that's, I think that's kind of a weird thing because the other part is you look at like the other nominations were Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty Vanguard, and Old World. I can't imagine any of those maybe Call of Duty had any kind of true quote unquote music or if we're talking about like the score or the sound design. I say the score. No, it, so it's the the category is best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media. If that's uh, I the mean, case, I guess, then well, why isn't Elden Ring in there? Yeah, I know. That's Elden what I'm saying. some freaking it, so, incredible orchestral. For, orchestral? Yeah. Is that the right word? The, yeah. Orchestral. Music. Orchestral. orchestral music. My gosh. Like incredible. Um, yeah. That's the other reason I put it on here. One, it's it's kind of revolutionary and kind of cool. But two, like who came up with this list? <laughs> and man, they were missing some really, really I guarantee you they just went to candidates. Google and they tapped in video games and they're like, all right, A's, aliens, put it on there assassins put it on there and then some kid was like don't forget call of duty 
like it is a very bizarre list not bad games and they probably did have good sound design but I, I, here's my quick thoughts and i'll pass it i don't mean to complain i don't watch the grammys anymore i don't watch the golden globes i don't watch the oscars i just think those are weird who gets to choose that i get it's like the academy i under, i understand how that actually works but like there to me i think there are movies that always get left off i i can't get behind behind something that doesn't have a comedy category i think comedy is an incredible part of our pop culture Agreed. and for them not to have an award in Agreed. that i think is a slap in the face i think it's cool that they're adding this to the grammys but i also am like this is weird though because like what are you going to get like nintendo games on there and like like if we had game boys game boy games like that's that's not a level playing field. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, it seems a little weird to me. I guess I'm glad to have it. I guess it doesn't hurt me, I guess. So I don't know why I'm complaining, but I just think it's that's a weird addition. You guys? Uh, sorry, I was just going to say, I, I, uh, why is it taking this long? But also, I think there are much better soundtracks. I, I could see Guardians, maybe, because those are real artists, right? And right all those songs are uh, yeah true pop culture songs from like yeah, the era but I, I don't i don't know go ahead bubble boy it made me think of right like i was like all excited and then just oh no i pooped my pants like i don't know I, it just was so weird and it's weird and i i don't follow i've never followed the grammys but i definitely yeah, don't either have I. followed like the oscars and stuff like i maybe used to a little bit more um or even the video game awards that we'll talk about here in a minute. But I thought I was like, it is just from a timing standpoint, mm -hmm. like they could have leaned, leaned on these video game awards a little bit to come up with their nominations. And, and like, I can't remember if one of you said it, like, did they have, did one of their like middle school kids just come up with this list? Like they're like, Oh gosh, guys, we put it on there. You know, Tina put it out there, but we didn't do anything with this. So I heard her kids really into video games. Hey, Johnny do you, like, <laughs> what yeah, it's games weird. Like, good music. Marvel's a big, you know, name. And, and I mean, Marvel, it, I see those are real songs, but then the aliens, like, is that, that's, I know. And it was, That's, I like the game. I'm not hating on the game. I love the game, but just like, if I was like, if someone like asked me on the street, IP. what game has a great soundtrack? I'm not like, Aliens, Aliens Fire, Fire Team Elite. Elite. <laughs> I don't think so. Very weird, but and I mean, at least Call of Duty Vanguard's over a year old. Like, how did that one oh, even make the list, right? We, like, we're going to talk more about like nomination and time periods and stuff like that when we get to the game awards. Let's move on. But before we do, I have to say Academy Awards. Guys, if Top Gun Maverick doesn't clean house, what was a better movie this year in every single aspect? Well, they just need to cancel it and say, look, guys, it's the first time it's ever going to happen. Uh, all of them. Exactly. Go to Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I'm every not even kidding, though. We have Top Gun Maverick. Can you tell is me it, another, like, is it nominated, movie? though? I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't that. matter. It, there, <laughs> if it wasn't, it was because they were like, this is unfair. Yeah. yeah, they were like, you know what, guys? This it's like having back when Michael Jordan stopped doing the slam dunk contest. They're like, <laughs> it's just not even worth it. He's gonna win that every one time. year with Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine, though. That was a pretty good one. Do you remember that one? Chance, look it up. If you don't, guys, look it up. Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Let's move on to the next story. Jose, talk to us about Pokemon Scarlet for some reason and Violet. Uh, why i know i know Rebecca i know Valentine that we almost we almost never talk about this and i'm going to be very short on this there's a lot of news coming on around now if you follow video games like in all subjects which i do i know that these two are mostly xbox chances playing god of war right now but like 
I follow Nintendo stuff because I've always loved Nintendo. Right now, they're having a ton of problems with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And the reason it's notable is because everybody loves what they tried to do. The issue is that it can't run on the Switch. Like, the hardware is not strong enough to run what they're trying to do. And so I think it's whoa, an whoa, interesting... Whoa, I got to interrupt. Is it really that demanding of a game that the Switch can't run? Or maybe these developers didn't do a good job? Because I agree, for the most part, Nintendo IPs are always well-polished, well-made games that run well. So, so so here's here's what I mean. And again, I haven't played, I don't have a Switch anymore, but I was watching a video on this earlier. And you, I feel like whenever we have new games and they're doing reviews and they talk about technical issues, very rarely do we get to see that in the review because they can like report on it. They can tell you what happened, but they don't have like the screen grabs of it. You know what I'm saying? To like show you what happened. They had a ton of them from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet where you can see glitching and twitching or like they're running over items and it's not picking up and stuff like that and the reason i bring it up is just i wonder what this means in terms of hardware you know because because the truth is like for xbox and playstation even though we're now well a couple years into this generation we know that we're keeping a series x s and ps5 for a long time like it's going to be years and years and years before we see a even a refresh i think let alone a complete new update and so nintendo is not in that same boat because if they're going to be pushing out these harder games and if they're going to try to port things like call of duty and stuff that means there's going to be a hardware change so I, i'm just curious what that's going to look like if there's been a lot of speculation of whether they're going to really try to create something that's quite a bit more beefy because they've not done that in a while or not i just thought it was interesting man again we don't have to talk a lot about it i know you don't really care but just keeping everybody on their toes that nintendo's in addition to just not being at that same level of playstation and, and xbox like graphically and and hardware wise they're uh they're kind of up against a wall right now. We'll see what happens. Bubble Boy, any thoughts? Or... That's the fart, the fart noise, Bubble Boy. I was setting you up. Any I meant, thoughts, Bubble hold Boy? Hold on. I think the only fart... The only... <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Jose, I will say this. Uh, Hardware-wise, why would the Switch need to do a hardware revision if it's still like the number one selling or number two selling, you know, as much as I disagree with it. Well, number I'm just saying two, if, if, they, if there's, if their flagship games can't run on it, your dad, mom or dad's going to buy a switch for Jimmy. Jimmy's going to get home and look, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's not going to end. Well, I'm just saying, I, I think Nintendo is just in a position where they're like, eat my caca and they don't care because they're selling like crazy. And most of the games do run well. They'll figure out this Pokemon. We can patch games. I would love Jose to see a pat a huge hardware upgrade, and then I could buy a Switch. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. Go ahead, Bubble Boy. APS one hour delay. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the phone oh, call right man. now. Gosh darn um, it! I really have my hopes up. I in uh, I know delays <laughs> can turn into snow days, but those delays and I don't know. I just sorry. I have to interrupt. Jose, do you get the the phone calls we get when it's delay is delay, but if we're paying you money, you need to be there on time. Does that happen in Jeffco? Uh, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head, but basically yeah. the expectation is in Jeffco the same. They're like, even though it's a two hour delay for the start of school, employees are still expected yeah. to be there yeah. at, at a reasonable time. I mean, we're not 
that is not a practice in our school. Like I'm not standing at the door being like, oops, looks like someone was eight minutes late. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I would never do that. Yeah. I was just going to say, moving on back to video games here. We're going into some quick stories now before the main topic, which we're going to save until the end. Xbox. I just wanted to say this, everybody out there, Xbox is having a huge digital video game sale. It's called the Xbox digital video game, black Friday sale, 2022. And basically the only game you really need to go buy right away is mass effect the legendary edition it's on sale for 20 bucks go buy it but there's a bunch of games on sale i Gotham saw some nights 42 bucks but I worth know, it i was That's a good price. i saw that I saw that securo just got the playstation i would have securo is 30 dollars. that's how, as low it is as it ever oh goes my god re2 and 3 are only 10 bucks a piece that's yeah. a great price but steals on uh, there. i've got those for like 7.99 so they have been lower but Great deals to be had. So I just wanted to put that out there. Next quick story, the Xbox November update rolls out. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, you can connect your Discord voice channels from your Xbox console. So more Discord integration. We still haven't experimented with that yet. We're still... Uh, old man gaming with our old school party chat. Yeah, so uh, we haven't... dive too deep into that. But I did want to say the one thing that I wanted to mention... And what I am going to start using is wish list gifting. So you can have a wish list but, and you can share it with people. But uh, the other thing I wanted to say is that you'll also get notifications when items on your wish list go on sale. That's so, huge. Exactly. So I want to start saving games that I want to buy down the road. Like for, for example, I've been wanting to play Shovel Knight forever. I've never played Shovel Knight. I've heard only great things. $40. I'm sorry. At this point, I am not going to pay $40 for that game. I've never seen it go on sale. I don't know what's going on with that game. I'm going to try to wait for it, but I will be putting that on my list. Also, I wanted to pay that Terminator. I think it's Terminator Resistance or something, the one that came out kind of recently. I saw Shinobi tweeting about it. He says it's a little janky, but it's definitely fun and gets the Terminator atmosphere. Uh, So I want to put that one on there. So shout out to this new update. And also there's apparently Capture... Uh, capture and share editions. I'm not sold on that yet. I still think, my God, the, the capture and DVR on Xbox is caca. They they still need to fix that and improve it. I was just playing PS5 the other day, and I'll tell you more about that later. And my gosh, their their capture setting is or capture app is just so much better. It, it, right away, when you say select capture on Xbox, you can do like 15, 30, 45 minute. On PS5, it's like those same ones and then like five minutes and 15 your last 15 minutes of gameplay and i just think that's impressive uh so i still think xbox needs to work on that gentlemen any reaction to the update or should i move on to games coming to game pass i was really excited about the um idea of the wish list thing because i oh yeah and i like putzing through the sales even if mm-hmm. i know i'm not going to buy anything yeah. or there isn't necessarily something there so i don't think it's going to keep me from doing that but it is just a neat feature that I have to imagine benefits them um, tremendously, right? They're, the whole idea is that the sales are going to go up from that, and I have to imagine they will. So yeah. it's cool. It's great. It's good for us, and it's obviously going to be good for them. Yeah, and I also want to point out and give a shout-out to Xbox as well. Like, I'm pretty sure Xbox is still the only console where in the store you can buy gift games i know you can on steam i'm pretty sure but like i don't think you can do that on playstation yet 
And that's a big deal. Like I gifted Jose South Park. Stick I, of gift, truth. I gift yeah. games all the time. I gifted Bacon Friday the 13th. And so it, it is an awesome feature. And I like Bubble Boy just said, I, I'm looking forward to being notified when games I want go on sale. Because it's right. As soon as I see it's on sale for a good price, I'm probably going to buy it. So last quick story for the week. Coming soon to Xbox Game Pass for November, mid-November 2022. This is Megan Spur, community lead. Big ones available today. Pentiment Cloud Console PC. Somerville Cloud Console PC. Talking about that in a second. Coming soon, Dune Spice Wars Game Preview PC, November 17th. Ghost Lore Game Preview PC, the 17th. Lapin Cloud Console PC, the 17th. Norco Cloud and Console, November 17th. Gungrave Gore, G-O-R-E, Cloud Console and PC, the 22nd. And Insurgency Sandstorm Cloud and Console, November 29th. Soccer Story Cloud Console PC November 29th and Warhammer Warhammer 40,000 Darktide PC November 30th. In case you missed it, Vampire Survivors apparently a game I also need to check out. And is there anything leaving? Oh, there's another I, I wanted to mention. I think there's going to be another Halo uh, DLC skin as well. And leaving November 30th. Here we go. Archvale. Deer Simulator, Final Fantasy 13 2, Mind Scanners, Ooh, Mortal Shell, dang it, Jabez, I'm not going to be able to get to it, uh, Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, <laughs> Undungeon, and Warhammer 40,000 Battle Sector Cloud Console and PC. Guys, uh, I'm going to tell you right away, I am already playing Somerville, and I, of course, I'm going to be checking out pentiment i also kind of want to check out insurgency standstorm i always kind of like those janky first person shooters especially because it's co-op uh you know i know i could be playing call of duty but you know i got a special heart for those so jose you gonna check out any games on this list probably not if anything maybe amnesia is on the at the bottom for like the touch control thing i still want to play that because of the horror element um like i mean i'll play somerville like that's that's probably my next big play um, ahead of uh, December 2nd. Um, Pentiment, I'm tempted to play it, but I almost want to boycott it because they gave it a 10. And I'm still pissed that they gave Gotham Knight a 5. Pentiment got a 10? A 10. They, yeah, gave, from it a 10. they gave it a 10. IGN. That's Dude, why I'm getting like, 10s and 9s, man. Uh, so I, joke. I, mean, I feel like I owe it to play it, but like that just, it makes me upset. Here's why. Sorry. And I know a little soapbox will be quick. It's very I niche. think they're. I think, yeah, that's exactly right. They're giving it a 10 because it's different. And I'm not opposed to different. I love no, different. No, not just because it's different, because they say it's really well written and the story is awesome. Let's so give, was it, Gotham give Knights. it a little credit. Jose is just really butthurt about Gotham Knights. I am. Let's, I'm let's sore. I don't think it deserved a six, maybe a seven at the lowest. I agree, Jose. But performance matters. Uh, Bubble Boy, are you going to play any of these? I'm assuming yes. I mean, yeah, I, I just have, uh, you know, the handful of PlayStation console exclusives that I that I'm probably going to get to first. Um, I haven't. And I'm interested to see what you think of Somerville and both of you have Pentiment. Oh, I'll talk about that. Because um, I haven't I didn't see great things about Somerville. Um, so we'll see. OK, I'll have more to talk about that later. 
Okay, that has been the news for the week. And let's jump into, I wanted to save the last one for us because we're going to talk about the XRT Awards. But Bubble Boy, tell us why you wanted to talk about the Game Awards <laughs> nominees. Because I think they're straight caca. I don't like it. I don't like Well, I, that's worth talking about. I, is it oh, not? Speaking of, uh, I, I, I was watching Ainsley Bowden and um, Joseph and I think it was Luke. They were talking about the Game Awards. And I just go ahead before I start. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying balloons. Come yeah, on. Exactly. I just it's news and we're talking about the news. Like I'm not gonna go through everyone and say, what do you think should have been there? What do you but like there's some very glaring, obvious misses, um, that games missing from categories, and then there's some that I mean, there's one just jumping off the Tell page me. to me that I'm like Oh, excuse me, what happened here? Um, Tell me which one. Okay, so obviously Elden Ring deserves all the praise in the world. It's the front runner for game of the year. How in God's name it made it on the best narrative list is beyond me. I cannot understand that one. Uh, um, I, I think that was, was it just like, they're like, well, it did everything great. So we're just going to put I think, it on there for it. got the Top Gun Mavericks. Uh, I think, no, I, think no. I think they didn't know the story either, but they felt dumb like we did. And they're no, like, you I better think, put it on there I just to be safe. I think how people would defend it is that when you dive deep into it, it's not yeah, but spoon, no, fed, spoon fed to you. That uh, there, there is, I agree. I, I, I don't, I, I, you're right. I have no idea what the story is and I don't know what Dark Souls is, but the reason why I love those games is because it lets me play the game. Yeah. Unlike another game I'll be talking about, which just doesn't let me play the game to have fun. So uh, any other snubs you feel like? Here, here's, let's just break it down the first few because the yeah. best game of the year. Let's just start with there. I do not think for Horizon Forbidden West should be on there. I don't think Stray should be on there. I think to those two take them out a horizon to me is just a bloated open world game and it came and went and nobody talks about that. Well, I don't even PlayStation fans didn't even finish it. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Exactly. And, and PlayStation themselves sent that game out to die. They knew what they were getting into when they put it at the, the same. I don't think they did. I don't think people knew about Elden ring. I don't the think people that knew, uh, Dude, did you know Elden Ring was going to be as massive as it was? I, either way, I, I was don't, I, I don't the most excited out of all of us, maybe besides Jabez for it. Mm. What, did, what was that look for? Yeah, I guess you're I had right. played those. Okay, Jose, any reactions to the game of the year? I think the rest are fine. I don't know. Stray, I, a lot, I hear a lot of people saying Cult of the Lamb should be on there or even like Vampire Survivors. Like there should be more indie games in those spots. Take off Horizon, put another indie game on there. Um, I don't know. Not I, even Stray. I, I, Straight that good of a game. Like I, you just walk around as a cat. Like how? No, like, there's like I, I've heard. Out. I've heard Stray's really good. I I want to play Stray. I think it looks rad. I, mean, I, I think I it's, feel like it's going to come to Xbox eventually. That's not a PS exclusive. I would That's I would love to point. say that that indie sh- should be on the list, but the truth is, I think it's very unlikely that an indie is going to hit the game of the year over some of the AAA titles. Now, to be fair, last year, yeah, it I was going to say it takes two. Who's the one who won? So I, I I know that I know in the wake of that that I'm 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 eating crow a little bit but i'm just saying like i i i don't know i don't know 
how I could make the list better to be fair. So I don't, again, yeah. like I've well, always we, said, I don't we, like, I don't we'll like to complain about. where I can't make it better, but I do think it's a unique list. I fully agree with chance about the narrative thing with Elden ring. And even they have asked people, like they said, well, yeah, the whole point is that you get to kind of make it the story that you want. And I'm like, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. But then that, that shouldn't be the best narrative. You see what I'm saying? Mm. The other thing I would say is the one that I thought was really cool is if you go to the indie section, those are some straight bangers. Now I don't know what neon why it is, but I the rest of them are all great things. People, okay, hits, that's one like people hardcore neon white. That should have been a game of the year container. That took over, dude. I remember so many people talking about that on PC. So yeah, tunic, stray sifu. Well, we'll see about that. Um, but tunic would be my vote there. So here, here's one thing I will say. And let's move into the main topic I wanted to talk about. Where's Halo Infinite? Halo Infinite doesn't deserve was, a nomination somewhere. Yeah. When that and game the, came the out, going game and the community support, uh, I, it's not on either one of those. To be fair, there are complaints about the ongoing support of that game, but I will say best commu- like community support. I feel like even though 343 hasn't delivered whatever wants, they are there. They are active. They are t- they are transparent with the community, so I appreciate that. But Halo Infinite could have been nominated for some things in there as well. I I don't that's my biggest complaint about these awards and that's what I said to Ainsley and the guys. Why aren't these awards hosted in January? And he said right away it's because uh, advertising and there's a bigger viewership around the holidays in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of get that, but if we're truly here to celebrate video games, just do the calendar year from January to December. If your game comes out, you can be a nominee. You hold the awards at the end of January or even early February or something. Celebrate the industry how you're supposed to by celebrating the best games of that year. Just do it in late January. I don't think as much as Jeff thinks we're going to get mainstream viewers, I don't think it makes a difference if you're watching it in December 9th or January 23rd or something like that. I, I don't no, know. That's my, my mom's never going to exactly. watch it, like, for example, <laughs> and the timing isn't going to matter. I, I think, honestly, the most beautiful time for it would be the week in, um, between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. During that, the, the buy. Yeah. Before the when the bad. Pro Bowl happens. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Exactly. That's not a bad idea. Um. So, let's move into the only awards that really matter, gentlemen. The second annual Xbox Record This Awards, and I wanted to ask you, and I wrote these questions down here. First. I'll, I'll very quickly, Jose. Can you design awards for whatever categories we select? I would. Could you design actual like an award, like a Are talking award, like or three dimensional or digital? A digital, you know, so we can be like yeah. this person won best indie, and it's its own unique looking. Like and we're gonna is send that what people, it to them. Yes, we'll tweet at them. But I mean, like you know, like kind of like a. What 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 is it? What's an Oscar? What would you call that? Is that a trophy? What it's an award. That? Like it's the the correct term is an award statue, okay. statuette. Okay. Statu- stat- could you design some digital NFT statuettes that we can give away to our our winners, Jose? Would that be something you'd be interested in doing? Yeah, of course. I'm happy to do that. Okay, and then I like the idea. Yeah. So that no, I'm in. Not the idea. idea. We're in. We'll do it. Dan yeah. Dan will get in their DMs and, and, right away. He's that guy. Well. And then chance you can create the like you did last year the what what am I thumbnails of or pictures we'll post online of like the different yeah. nominees for each category. So I wanted to say 
what should our categories be? Obviously, we'll have our 2022 game of the year. I was thinking best indie game. And then I was also thinking the third one could be best game we played this year that didn't necessarily come out in 2021. Just any games that we played. And then maybe a fourth category, best of, like I heard this Joseph say, the other games. So this could be your God of War if you think it's really good. Non-Xbox exclusive. Maybe maybe that. I, I don't know. So anybody have any thoughts or what else would you like guys like to do? Get out uh, the Herm the Herm Award for You play to win the game. Just what was the most fun? Okay. Most fun game. Because there's there. a difference like between probably the best like game that. and the most fun. The most so fun the award. I award. like that. All right, Jose, put these down in the notes. Somebody put these down. Most fun. <laughs> Whoever's my assistant to the co-host, start writing this down. Most I'm, fun I'm award. Assistant to the assistant right now. Okay, Bubble Boy. Most fun game of the year. Best game we played this year. The rest of the best award. I, I like. I don't want to steal best that of the rest. directly from Joseph, but it is a good category. Oh, I like the. Indie. We're talking about things that have not come out this year. I like it called the uh, the good old days award. Just game we play to have okay. fun. Doesn't matter okay. if it came this year or not. Let's do it. The good old days award, just whatever we played this year. Any other? Do we want to do best direction, best art, best performance? I don't know if that really is something we want to do. I think I, I, this is just me. I think we should go snack of the year. Totally <laughs> best thing to eat while you're playing video games. No, Jose, let's keep it gaming related for this. Uh, this is a podcast celebrating. For those of you who didn't know, XRT is a podcast celebrating all things gaming, food, and the good old days. I'm just saying one. Just one at the end. Best snack of the year. I think it'd be fun. That's just me, though. But oh, if we don't, right. I'm okay. Best gaming snack of the year. All right. Write that down, Bubble Boy. And then uh, any other Bubble Boy, any other categories? I mean, I'm going to do the Chazzies again. Okay. Yeah. Then That's what a was given. The, the, we don't have to give. The five awards, the five random awards from us. No, I had about 38. That and I'm gonna have that many again this year. Okay, Chazzies well, are happy. How do we want to name that? And then lastly, are we just the gonna call Chazzies? Give me a rundown the Chazzies of awards and see all the, of my at least five ramblings. Okay, so how many per category? Five. Yeah, say so we do five. Yeah, five's a good number. Okay, Jose, any closing thoughts on our award? So hold on, I have. By the way, we're doing game. this January to December, guys. How you, sh- how everyone should be doing this. We yeah. will have this show. Either in January, I think we were into February last year because we had to play some. Because I want to play high in life. That doesn't come out to the year. Calypso Protocol comes out way towards the next couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah, we still have games to play. Go ahead, Bubble Boy. Um, so we have best game, most fun, best indie, best good old days, best gaming snack. What did I miss? I, I like I like best story. I, I think that's an important part of games. But I, I'm okay if we don't. I'm just you're asking for other ideas. I think that's a good one. <sighs> I like where we had it. What was it? It was. I like best story. I think if we're going to do best story, we should also. Oh, it was best most of the fun, rest. Best story and best um, art. It, it best, of best of the rest of the was rest. the other one, though. Best non Xbox exclusive. I don't know how we're going to name that because, like. Okay, so bet, I think it should be best Xbox game of the year, specifically for 2022. Then. Best game we played this year, maybe that can be the best of the rest or the good old days award because Chance can nominate God of War because I'm not going to be playing Ragnarok anytime soon. 
Well, no, but that game came out this year, so that would be best of the rest. No. Yeah, but I'm saying, can we combine the best of the rest just into best games we played the 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 good old days, and then replace best of the rest with best story or best art direction? I'm okay with that. I like art direction too. That's a good one because I like the unique unique styles of games for sure. Should we have best story and best art direction? I think if you're going to do one, you should do the other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Write those down. Combine. I say best of the rest would just be uh, just the good old days. days Yeah. Yeah. Because you you can include your PlayStation games in that um, or a non Xbox exclusive. But for the best Xbox game of the year, that has to be playable on Xbox because otherwise we'll have God of War and stuff like that. I, one more. What about a Nerdfest award? Like the game you play with friends. You don't play by yourself or after you play with friends. Is that a good thing or no? Mm, sure. The Nerdfest award. So that's kind of like best multiplayer. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Dizzle. I like it. Eight, eight awards. That's a good That's a good list. So basically, everyone listening, don't worry about the game awards. It's Kaka. Stay tuned. You will have more to share on the second annual xrt awards if you have thoughts about what the uh, the award should look like or some ideas <laughs> feel free to send me a, a shout out dm youtube comment open Ooh, for ideas. I, already, I already have an idea i'll share it okay great, with you later. great um let's jump into what have we been playing and or watching i will go first since i'm already talking been watching mad men love it Wish I was born in the '60s. Even though Jose says we just we would not survive in the '60s, but me and him, <laughs> minorities, number chance would have been five. <laughs> <laughs> There's something else I've been watching, but I spaced it. But let's talk about what I've been playing. So, guys, chance inspired me. I've been playing a little bit of PS5, and I've been playing God of War, 2018. Oh, and I've been going back to try and get the platinum. Ah, I remember why I stopped playing this game. It's just with these Sony games, it, you just can't just play them. It, it, I, I, there's like 350 collectibles and I'm at like 60 and I'm like, do I really want to go and get all these things to the platinum? The fast travel is atrocious, atrocious. You like go into a warp and then you have to walk around in circles and hear Mimir talk to you about some caca and then a warp will open and then you get to a place. And then from there, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. And I'm just really having trouble doing this. And I'm remembering why I just didn't immediately want to get the platinum. It's just a slog. And that's what I'm hearing about some points in Ragnarok. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on Ragnarok. I can already tell you, but boy, enjoy it. I'm going to try to get this platinum. So I stopped playing that boring game and I jumped into Perils of Baking on PS5. Remember I mentioned another indie game called Super Perils of Baking. So Super Perils of Baking, like I said, is that Super Nintendo or Super Mario World inspired platformer. Excellent game. Highly recommend it. It's going to be on one of my XRT awards. Perils of Baking was the original one. Guys, go look at the footage of this. This game <laughs> was rough. And so they, there's a reason they remade it into Super Earl. It looks like a Nintendo game. But I still had a blast playing it. I played it for like four hours, got the platinum, and I loved playing that four hours. So that's what I was doing on my PS5 the other day. Wasn't playing much God of War. Wasn't playing much Ragnarok. I was playing Perils of Baking. So shout out. I still recommend Super Perils of Baking. And then the other games I've been playing, I've been playing Halo Co-op. Been having a blast with Bacon as well. 
uh, chugging away at that, getting those random achievos. But gentlemen, you both mentioned it. You haven't played it yet. I have played Somerville. I'm about halfway through it. Thoughts? Thoughts are it's definitely worth your time on Game Pass very quickly. It, it, it is worth it. And good nice thing is, is this is going to be like a six-hour game at, at most, okay? You can probably do it in two sittings. And uh, achievements are very simple, like like inside or limbo. You just have to find stuff. Um, but I'm intrigued. At first, uh, I didn't really like it that much. It's it's not a platformer. This is a puzzle game. Basically, this is more. This is a uh, think. Uh, remember, out of this world, Jose or Chance? Do you guys yep, remember that? Yep, game? Yep. Think of that kind of sci-fi setting where you're walking around, but no shooting. The mechanics are you either light things or solidify things or liquefy or solidify. That's basically it. And it's definitely more puzzle than it is limbo inside platformer, which is kind of a bummer because inside and limbo are much more fun to play. But this game's story has is has drawn me in. Again, it's completely visual. There's no dialogue. And there's a moment like right at the beginning, like it took me a while to figure out what to do in the beginning. I was like, what am I supposed to do? But then this moment hits and you're like, what is going on? And you're just on there for a ride. So I will say, I definitely think it's worth your time money. I don't want to go into many spoilers, but how I would describe it, think out of this world meets war of the world from the people who made inside and limbo. And I do think it is worth your time on game pass. Would I have paid 20, $30 for this? Probably not. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed that purchase, but thank God it's on game pass. So I do recommend Somerville to both of you. Jose, what have you been playing? So honestly, very little. So I last weekend got a little bit into uh, Halo with uh, Alan and Dan, which was cool. Got to play a little bit of the new season update and it's fun. You know, I, I don't think it's anything, honestly groundbreaking like at least the stuff we've seen yet um but it's cool to have the new battle Co- pass co-op it's, is but you're at multiplayer eh, it's more multiplayer but it's fun i mean I d- new I mode. Do... we did play the m- new mode with the camo right Jose, yeah we played the new, the new map with the act one team has the active camo the other one has unlimited like um what are they called homing the motion um, radar motion sensor thank you um and it was fun i mean we, we we dominated the two rounds we played that so that was cool to do um I, I'm having a good time. I'm excited to play a lot of that with some of the guys. Uh, I want to play the new big team map. I haven't played that yet. Um, so it was good. And then other than that, just Battlefield, which I, God, I I really, I'm super glad I bought Battlefield. Like after the year of just kind of pooping on it and saying it was not great, it's been a lot of fun, man. And so I'm looking forward to continuing that trend once they drop season three. I'm, I'll be honest, I've, I've, this is the first time I thought about maybe buying the season two battle pass just to get all that stuff. Cause I'm at like level like 60 or something just to get all the gear and unlocks. I don't think I'm going to do that all the way for season three, but um, it's drawn me in, man. I'm happy to see that they're doing stuff. I've been watching some of the trailers and stuff for season three. They were working some of the maps like breakaway with like the oil rig. They're bringing the oil rig like way closer to land, which I think is a huge, a huge win, which is cool. So overall, really cool. Um, this week during the week, I just haven't had a lot of time to play because I got some deadlines at work. I got to get it through. I'm going to try to burn through all that tonight so that over Thanksgiving, I can just chill and do that. And then additionally, Victoria and I have been watching. We finished Ink Master season 14. I talked about that last week. Again, really great show. If you if you are into art at all, if you have tattoos or into tattoos, it's a super rad show. Some of the stuff, like what these people can do on human skin, unbelievable to me. Um, and just a fun show overall. Pro tip though, don't watch it with your kids around because uh, now that it's on Paramount Plus, there are no filters and there's a lot of cussing. Like 
impressive amount of cussing. So just a heads up there. Um, but other than that, man, just um, just excited for Thanksgiving. And of course, ooh, I want to get through Somerville right away because December 2nd is coming. Callisto Protocol. I cannot wait. We're so yeah. close at this point. You'll you'll like it, Jose. It, 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 you'll you'll really enjoy it. And it's not you'll beat it before easily. It, it's not a long game. Oh, oh. Also, one other thing. I thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't tell you guys. I bought Cult of the Lamb. I have not fired uh, it up yet, but there oh, was a I'm sale. Here, yeah. yeah, I got it for like seventeen bucks, and I was like, I got to take I heard it. Good so things. I, I picked up. I heard great things. So that's. I think that's a Christmas break one for me when I yeah. need a little bit of a break from Callisto. Maybe if it's a little too intense, something that's yeah. a little bit lighter. But I'm excited to get into that too. Bubble Boy, what about you? Tell us more about your God of War adventure. Are you still high on life about that, or have you hit the spot where everyone's like, "Ooh, this needed <laughs> to end quicker"? Um, I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. I put in the nerd chat. I switched from the graphical fidelity to the performance mode, and the best way I can describe that is the same way the oh gosh, what's his name? The comedian that's he's like, yeah, it's like the first time you had melty cheese after having regular cheese you're like well oh, cheese doesn't get better than that and then you have melty cheese and you're like oh my i can always have it like this this is incredible that performance mode is just so hard to turn off after you've watched it for a couple of minutes it is smooth as butter um i played one of the more imaginative and just really cool levels and bosses um in the last week which was i won't spoil anything about it um because i had no idea it was coming it was really really cool all that being said i (laughs) you do so much nonsense and it's so weird to hear kyle um case mr k step our, our buddy over on the the place the trophy room say, well, I love this game because it respects my time and it just doesn't. I am I have Yeah, even more, Joseph has said that and like a bunch I feel of people like love I, it. They were both I've like really spent Kyle? more time like shimmying through rocks or climbing up walls that is that are clearly, clearly, despite what they say, because they've gone on record to be like, no, it's not what that is. Um clearly loading screens. Um, I don't think what, it is chance. I think okay, it's there to just make the game it, longer to get more dialogue or and that. context. Okay. It. And it, it just, it's too, it's too much. I, 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 I literally feel like that's all I'm doing. And I had said, remember when, um, where the triggers, where they do the stop on the triggers, uh, that's kind of cool how you do that. I did it twice in the first 15 minutes. Haven't done it again since. Um, it's just literally just shimmying through or crawling under the, the dialogue is really well done. Um, I, I feel like this is almost like we're going to find out 20 years from now that Sony Santa, Santa Monica was a Jose, what's it called when, when an author does a different name, pseudonym, right? That Sony, uh, Man- a, pen name, a pen name. Yeah. Um, that, that Sony Santa Monica is just a, a pseudonym or a pen name for Kojima because he's, he's making the movie he always wanted to, if that's what this is, it's, it's extremely well done. The game is great. I'm enjoying it. Um, I want, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, I want to play. Stop. I'm tired of walking. I'm so tired of walking. I have this guy who has one of the most incredible combat, like, feels to it it's iconic the chains of olympus which like used to be so amazing are like 
just overshadowed overshadowed completely by how cool the axes and stuff and i don't get to use any of it and and there's so much like that you can not customize but there's so many different move sets that you can enable and disable and all these different armors and stuff i'm like great but why it doesn't matter it i'm i'm just walking and then walking. chance that's and i've heard that from you i've heard that from other people like Ainsley was saying the exact same things. Hogue Law was saying that it's like that's my biggest problem with PlayStation IPs. Yes, they're they're incredibly well made. I I cannot deny it. They look fantastic. They run amazingly. They have engaging stories and production value. But I want to play the game. Just let me play, please. That was my biggest you play problem. to win the game. That was my biggest problem with Ghost of Tsushima. That's exactly how I felt, Chances. I, I, this, this, oh, there's so much cool stuff. I know, and I just want to play. Like the fact that I couldn't just skip some small cutscenes. I want to play your games, Sony. Let us play yeah. them, not just watch. And there's a, there's a fine line, and I think that Sony is particularly this and last of us and Un- even uncharted i realized when i was replaying it i was like there's yeah. a lot of times where you're you, the, you, i'm so sick of going through the thin parts in the walls or both lifting up a door and stuff like that it's like can we can we please just let me play the game and so I, again I, from what i've heard from you and what i've heard from other people i know i'm not gonna play ragnarok i think i'm just gonna watch the cool stuff and i hear the story kind of is okay or pays off at the end and it's really it- yeah and it, it that part of it's good and like the some of the really cinematic cutscenes are amazing still yeah. they're so really well done and like i said that one level that i'm talking about um is incredible and i'd i'd be happy if it was more than that it's just like when you finally there's those two sides of the game right there's the gameplay and then there's elden ring maybe gameplay. Three. Right. But there, so there's the gameplay, no there's all the interactive, um, what am I thinking of? Like pause screen menus and stuff. And then the cutscenes. And I feel like what this game has so much of doesn't fit into any of those categories, which mm. is like, it's not really gameplay, but it's not really cutscene either. Cause you're literally just walking. I don't, I don't understand what it. What is that saying um, where you're like good at everything but master of not what, what am I trying to say? Jack of all trades, trades master, master of, of all. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's how you can describe um, God of War, huh? But no, be, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's doing a lot of I great things, but you're not it's not a great game. I will say this is why the one Sony IP or not IP, it's not even their IP, but the one Sony exclusive that I'm realizing more and more why I enjoyed it probably the most now thinking back was Spider-Man. Because that I mean, game lets but, you play. You so, are playing. You are moving. And the cutscenes are are good, but brief, except for the Mary Jane parts and the and the Miles parts. <laughs> and whenever you played, and it's that was terrible. So it's that, so <laughs> funny that you say that because I literally um, just last night like happened to come across this uh, Miles Morales review, and I was like, I never actually watched any of those from back yeah. in the day. And having just sat down or set the controller down from God of War, I saw that and I was like, oh, I got so jazzed. I was yeah. like, I kind of want to go That's, that's what I was thinking. Myers I was like, should instead? I get Miles? Eventually Just down the road. fling around the You play. And, and that's where, that again, and... Insomniac, man, doesn't miss. What a great purchase by Sony. Got to give him credit for that. So yeah, Chance, I, I'm... I'm with you. Like I, I'm trying to do this God of War Platinum, but every time I fight, I'm like, oh gosh, I got to open another door or punch a chest. But... 
yeah, I think I'm going to pass on it, but much respect for all those people who love it. Like Kyle, especially I know he's in love with it. Like where he's like, Oh, I love the part where you're on the yak in the forest or wherever that boring part was. And I was like, Oh God, I, I, I can't do those anymore. Chance. I just can't do it. And so, that, that was one too, where, and I guess not, you didn't spoil anything, yeah, but I didn't say spoiler it. Yeah, alert, like you're the literally losing the forest through the trees. It's, Can someone explain that to me? Because everyone's been saying that. I don't saying, get this. This is that a metaphor? I've said that or? a bunch of times. I know you've it's heard. like it's when you you're so in, you're so overwhelmed by the idea that you're just looking at trees constantly uh-huh. that you forget you're in a forest, even though it's obvious you're in the forest because you're surrounded by trees. Yeah. But like it's just tree, 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 tree. It's a little vague, but I don't yeah. know. I, that's exactly what it is because they're and the levels are beautiful, but it's like there's just too much going on in mm. them that you can't ever look at anything. And so you end up looking at nothing. Mm. Yeah. Again, I, I, I'm so happy for PlayStation fans who, who are huge God of War fans and I hope they're enjoying it. I just feel like it's this is one I'm going to pass and I'm getting, I'm getting Jack to play for some miles more or less down the road. So, uh, Chipotle bear, uh, you know what game lets you play Gotham Knights? Just wanted you to know that. I know, and trust exactly. me, I know. I thought yep. about that too. Maybe yep. I'm gonna buy that as maybe I should buy that because there are when they, when they, when they have to switch, you just get a loading screen. It lasts one and a half seconds to black, and then you're in a new place yeah, and you're good to go. I am tempted by Gotham Knights. I'm not gonna. You're right. Maybe I should do that next. Especially, yeah. you're right. Maybe I should do that in respect to Kevin Conroy. You're absolutely right, hey, Jose. And then random PSA, uh, in true APS fashion, we are now on a two-hour delay after yeah, further DPS monitoring. and Cherry Creek are also, and Dugco are on a two-hour delay. That's Not Jeffco. That's, that's what we do. Not Jeffco. We just follow everybody yeah. else. Yeah. So one more update. We'll end the PlayStation talk, Chance. Guys, I'm, I'm going to get the scuff version of the controller. Should I stick with the same design? Or do you think I should go for the black one? Black one. Chance? Black is always better. Really? See, I kind of want to go with the white because the PlayStation is white. <laughs> because I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it, like, am I really going to upgrade this even if they do release a PS5 Pro? And is it going to be matte black? Based on how much you talk about how you hate it, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, <sighs> no, but I, I, and I, I have one other thing to say about the the games I've been playing. Um, oh, I still am Power Wash Simulator on my backbone. <laughs> playing power wash simulator and it's nothing but satisfying i always think it's i'm like man core's up late playing power wash no it's bubble boy still playing (laughs) every time i'm like that can't be him playing power wash simulator it is the perfect way to put me to bed every night i've been sleeping like (laughs) Like a baby baby. i don't lay in toss and turn before going to bed yeah I check off a couple of boxes. I watch my whoosh, 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 just like that. And ding, ding. Very nice. I just feel good. Because I don't know if you remember this, but. You play to win the game. And as much as I'm an achievement um, sucker, I have been finishing levels that I don't have to because there's no achievements attached to them whatsoever. And I'm just like, I. I you're playing, oh, you're playing this game because it's fun? Kind of like why people should be playing Halo and not complain about it. Guys, mm-hmm. let's did, end. Hold on. Did Power Wash Simulator come out in 2022? Or was it can it... still be on your best uh, The Good Old Days Award. Don't forget. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Actually, did it come out this year? It might have come out this year. I, that I might be on your I think it was this year. Yeah, 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 there we go. 
Guys, let's close the show like we always do with the best food we had this week. I'll go first very quickly, you guys. Uh, tonight, we were supposed to have our first official swim lessons at Jose, what, uh, whatever it's called, Swimland, Swimville. I don't remember. Swim Labs. Swim Labs. Swim Labs. Swim Land. Um, they, they, of course, canceled due to snow and inc- inclement weather and whatnot. But so I was, I was rushing home and I'm like, I got to get something fast. Got to get these kids fed very quickly. Obviously, I went to Little Caesars, got the other Call of Duty pack. Again, I don't even have the game. Again, I don't, this double XP means nothing to me. But man, I got stuffed crust with bacon, you guys. <sighs> it was so good. Little Caesars coming through in the clutch. I got to shout them out again. It was delicious. Kids also devoured it. Shout out to Little Caesars. That was the best food I had this week. Bubble Boy, what about you? Yeah, sorry. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I have a one I'm very excited to talk about and because, Daniel, you'll get to um, hopefully try it out here soon. So it was – Shannon and I have been over at the ESC4, which is right there by Central, right right over in your neck of the woods, Daniel. And so she texted Sandra the other day and was like, where do yeah, we Yeah, she need told to go to me that you guys were over there, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I was never going to see you. It's we're there, but we're not there. Um, Santos cafe and grill. And it was phenomenal. It's in a little strip mall off right off of 11th. Um, is this another Colombian place or something? No, it is. Uh, so I'm going to read this to you and then you'll be like, actually, that makes a lot of sense. Santos Cafe and Grill is a family owned restaurant that specializes in authentic Mexican food. Established in 2005, we have been perfecting our burritos, tacos and tamales. We have created a strong relationship with our community, period. Then they have, you know, hit enter premium meats. That's Sweet. all it says. I know. And I was just like, wow, that sentence isn't even a sentence. Um, but they were true. It was delicious. The guy was like, he's like, you you need to eat all that. And I was like, I, there's no way. I got this burrito that was this big. It was just phenomenal. They had steak on top of the burrito, steak inside the burrito. Um, it was amazing. I love the, you can't beat some of that like family owned, like, you know, they make it with love. Um, again, in a strip mall is usually a good thing too. You know, it's it, how that makes it a little more authentic to me all the time. Um, so huge shout out. They're probably going to be sponsors on the yeah, show here. Soon. Absolutely. Um, I assume huge fans of the show and, uh, Daniel, it's over in your hood. So you got to check it out. I will definitely check it out. Oh, I forgot to say, I do need to say this as well. Best food I had this week. I had a little team meeting after our family liaison meeting. Oh, I need to tell you guys about that whole ordeal afterwards. Um, went to red Robin. Hadn't been to red Robin in a while. Got a Royal red Robin devour it. Oh my gosh. So freaking good. Also, so good. It was phenomenal, you guys. And then also shout out to Trish. She got one of those pepperoni pizzas that they, I guess is newer. The Donatos, right? Dude, what? No, just nothing but pepperoni. Dude, right? just doused in pepperonis, like incredible. Like, and it was massive too. I was like, holy crap, they really give you a lot of pepperoni on that bad boy. So shout out to Red Robin, uh, Jose. Best food for you. So similar. Well, I have a little bit of a good, bad, and uh, well, not ugly, but good and bad and better. Um, we went to Red Robin literally last night. Same thing. We went. I got. I did my. Try to like the Whiskey River barbecue burger, sir. That's my go-to. Delightful. Uh, I love the. I love the Royal too. I like. I like a good 
egg on my burger too, but I, I hadn't had the whiskey burger in a long time. Got that. Other ba- best thing, the Chick-fil-A by us finally opened back up. Um, and I don't go that off, but I, my kids love Chick-fil-A. I'll be very honest, right? And so- uh, Why was it closed? This, they were renovating it. They, uh, they totally renovated it so that you could, like all the workers outside have like a cover over them and heaters because man, I'll be honest, like they're like high school kids and there were many times in the winter and stuff where it was like, they should have been out there and they were still out there giving me my Chick-fil-A sauce, doing a great job. Um, and so literally tonight, my, my kids elementary school had like a fundraiser in the ice and snow. And so we traversed across town to go to Chick-fil-A. I got me double sandwich standard with fries and a drink. I was starving today. It was absolutely delightful. Love a good Chick-fil-A. My unfortunate story is a little Caesar story because I'm usually a big proponent of the little Caesars with Dan. About two weeks ago, I went, I forgot to mention this to you guys. I went to get um, a lunch special because it was just every once in a while I like to get that. It's a delightful thing. It was the worst pizza I've ever had. It was like not finished cooked. Like it was almost doughy still. And it was, it was like, unfortunately, like I picked it up and brought it back to like school and I was eating it. I couldn't leave to go back and complain about it, but I was like, really? But I threw it away. I didn't even finish the pizza. Do you know how much that hurt my heart to do, man? But it was all dough. Wow. So just a pro tip. If you're going to do that, you might check it out. Just make sure yeah. it's good before you leave. You Sorry know, to hear that. People out there. I know. And I'm not, it was one time. It, it happens. I've, I've, I've gone for 30 plus years yeah. at this point. They can have errors, but I was Everybody real Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mine was delicious. So shout out to Little Caesars. Gentlemen, this has been Xbox. Record this episode 81. My name is Daddy D. Wally. You can follow me at Daddy D. Wally across all social media. You can follow the show at Xbox. Record this on all social media as well. Uh, Chipotle Bear, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Chipotle Bear. You can find me on Twitter at Chipotle underscore Bear. Always feel free to hit me up. And again, if you have any design ideas for the uh, XRT Awards, please let me know. I know Dan has his, but always love that inspiration. Love hearing from the fans. And again, vindicate me, people. I know I'm not the only one that likes pumpkin pie out there. Please make sure that you can tell these fools that they're fools. Thank you. And Bubble Boy, where can people find you? At 7.30 sharp at Gateway High School because I will be on time. I am an expendable employee who needs to be there on time. On time, I'll be there at 7.30 on time. Serious question. Do you think Burrito Express will be open on a two-hour delay? Because I might stop there on the way to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. They're always I mean, yeah, they don't close, do they? As always, essential workers, see you online. (laughs) See you online. See you online. See you online. But why do they put a guarantee on the box then? Because they know all they sold you was a guaranteed piece of shit. That's all it is, isn't it? Hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. I got spare time. But for now, for your customer's sake, for your daughter's sake, you might want to think about buying a quality product from me. Okay, I'll buy from you. Oh, that's... What? Xbox, record this is a podcast created by Daniel Walensic. You can follow him at Daddy Diwali on all social media. The assistant to the co-host is Jose Martinez, and you can follow him at Chipotle underscore bear on Twitter. The assistant to the assistant to the co-host is Chance Siegel, and you can follow him at BubbleBoyN7. You can follow the show at Xbox Record This on all social media. If you'd like to find out more about the show, visit xboxrecordthis.com.